Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Coming out of the timeout, offensive rebound by Josh Green. Back up, Kyrie Irving on the money. You'll love to see it. You do love to see it, and the Mavericks are victorious as we are live out at Radio Row in Vegas. Thank you very much for all of you guys for rolling with us. You want to get involved in any of our conversations, 877-881-1053 on the truckwreck.com text line. Also want to hear from you on the YouTube and the Twitch. The Mavericks win, Kyrie's back, and there might be a trades a transpiring. Where do you guys want to start? Well, we'll start with Kyrie coming back because that's the only way sure. that they have a chance to win enough games to do something where you're yeah, okay I, with I the regular you. season. I, I mean, I'm inclined to agree with that. And he came back yesterday. He looked good. They won a game that, look, I, I realize Embiid's not playing and they've struggled right. without him. And then I realized that Tyrese Maxey got in some early foul trouble. And so there were things working to their benefit. But... This is a Mavericks team that has been struggling, so I thought it was a big win. They had, if if you're rooting for the Mavs to make the real playoffs, they had Which to is top win that six, game, right? Right, and then they're in the eighth spot right now. They're a game up on the Lakers, and they're two games back of the Pelicans for the seven spot. I guess they're two games back of Sacramento, or sorry, of Phoenix for the sixth spot to make the real playoffs. So, to me, the seven through ten is not the playoffs. Like I, I get people say you made the playoffs now if you have the 10th best record, if you're the the 19th best team right. in the NBA out of 30 teams, but that's not the real playoffs to me. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. The real playoffs start after that. It's like the play-in game in, the, in college basketball. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody's yeah. adding that. Nobody's getting upset if you didn't get that one right. Yeah. But I think like for the factor of like – Whenever we talk about our old Mavs that won it in 11, they they knew that they had to be one of the top three teams, top four teams. They felt like they needed to be in that category, not only during the regular season to prove, like to learn about uh, their opponents and how they respond and what they can what they can learn from that, but they also wanted that home court advantage. That that was a real thing for them. So, yeah, man, to the, I would love to see the Mavericks kind of fully realize this team fully realize that that's important that it, that has its importance as well. But I also wonder if they're talented enough to actually, if they're really talented enough to be there. I don't think so. And I think I think they have some good players that can get very exhausted by playoff time if they doing the what they're doing. Now, if you're adding to that talent level, I thought we were going to end up talking about Kyle Kuzma and Andrew Wiggins because both of those are players that if they get moved, the Mavericks are the favorites to grab okay. them in their individuals. But 
what took precedent yesterday was Mark Stein, who we've talked about this before, is usually pretty plugged yes. in to the NBA in general, but specifically for the Mavericks. Yes. I, I don't want to. I don't mean to dismiss. He's plugged into the NBA, but right. I mean like the Mavericks. It really feels like he knows what's up, and that's when the news popped up of the Bobby Portis Grant Williams swap. Now I do believe there would be more to it, but what do you think about it on the surface? That would be amazing. I'm not saying that would turn the Mavericks into a championship contender, but I would say that would give you a real chance to compete in the playoffs. Right now, this is not a competitive team in the playoffs. If if you're playing a team that you know, if they go 1-10 from the three-point line in a quarter, you're up by close to 20 yeah, points. Like, yeah. literally, they can't stop you. So, you know, hey, look, they're a good offensive team, the Dallas Mavericks. If we slow them down offensively, that's what Giannis said the other night. He's like, we knew if we started slowing them down, the game was over. They couldn't stop us. They don't have, they do not have the talent to stop NBA teams from scoring, but they do have the talent to possibly outshoot you in a game. So to me, Bobby Portis all of a sudden would add rebounding, toughness. That's the biggest part. Uh, he would help out with Derek Lively Jr., especially playoff yes. time. Like it's. Kobe was one of the greatest high school players ever, and he was shooting air balls left and right against the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. It's not easy to be a teenager in the playoffs in that environment. So you'd have Bobby Portis to be like, either he starts or not, I don't care. But you'd say, hey, we have a guy that we really feel like can play 30 minutes at the center position. Well, and, and to add on to not just the playoffs, but get finishing out the regular season physically uh, for Derek Lively and, and him, like allow him to have those minutes taken care of. And I think when this Mavs team was being built last year, they were like, look, we're not going to be a center team. That's just not going to be how, how we're going to be. We're going to be shooting three guards. We're going to be three and D guys. And they went with Grant Williams. They went with a couple other guys. Derek Lively shows he can do something. Exum shows he can do something. They're like, Maybe Williams isn't the option we need, we d and they're starting to see and realize we need something next to Lively. Well, and how, in him. how interesting would that be that finally you had multiple front court players that you felt really good about on the boards? Yeah. Like, that's something that I've been waiting for for a really long time, and I, and I will give you props, Mike, going back, you know, how many every year, like eight years ago yeah, like or however long it was. 2015 draft yeah. or so. I just looked at Bobby Portis and said, this would be the dream if he fell all the way to about 20 was where the Mavericks he, were picking, and he did. Yeah. And the Mavericks took uh, Rick Carlisle's guy from Virginia, Justin Anderson, who couldn't shoot to save guy. his life. You know, like, he's a 3 and D guy who can't shoot. I'm like, it seems like a major part of being a 3 and D guy is being able to shoot the basketball. And that was pre-Luka, too. Like, yeah. that was nice. Yes. That was still – you still thought you had a chance – with not Dirk being a superstar, but you thought you had a chance to compete in the playoffs at that point. But And Bobby Portis has carved out a pretty consistent niche in terms of he doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but he's, he's solid yeah. at it. But he'll score more inside the line, and he can get you rebounds because he is physical. Yeah. And that, like, rebounds, physical, rebounds, physical. If you're talking about, like, if you built your word cloud of Mavericks needs, I feel like those would be pretty darn giant in the Yeah, middle. rebound's going to be the big one. Yeah. Right there, there's a chance. I, I know this is probably too high of a number. There's a chance if you made the real playoffs that you're going to get 80 points every game from Luka and Kyrie combined. Like, I, I know that's probably too high of a number. But that means if you're a really good team, you only need to score about 35 more points from your team. But what you do need around Luka and Kyrie, Kyrie's limited because of size. Luka's limited because he seems to not 
he's engaging better this year, but he's not yeah. totally engaged on the defensive end. You need three guys on the court that are super engaged defensively and have the talent and ability to to make it difficult on the other team. Can can we dive a little deeper on the mm, not the goon, but the protective nature of of Luca, like who right now? Who is protecting Luca and or Kyrie? Well, I would just say for the record, Bobby Portis will take out anybody. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I've seen it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it could be Chicago against. Yeah, you, I've seen but it before. So that's what I'm. I'm kind of curious. Like who is? There's not a person doing that right now. It's Luca kind of has to protect himself right now. The NBA looks at the Mavericks as a very good offensive team and the softest team in the NBA. And they know that they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. I'm not saying they're beating up Luka, but what they know is we can go attack the the boards and we're not going to be taken advantage of. We can do whatever we want and they're going to allow it. Mm-hmm. With Bobby Portis, you would at least have somebody who would say, no, this isn't allowed anymore. And, and then Derek Lively would actually learn from seeing somebody. And Derek Lively is having a great year. I'm not taking a shot at him, but he doesn't have anybody to learn from. You're not going to learn anything about on-court stuff from Dwight Powell. He can't play in this league. You can learn off-court stuff and how to prepare for a game and everything, but you're not going to learn a lot of on-court stuff from the big guys that Derek Lively's around. And we had several people asking what else would be involved in this deal, and that was one of the things that Mark Stein noted. We receive first-round picks. uh, No, you're not going to like this then. But when Sean and RJ were talking, they were saying a lot of Milwaukee people were like, yeah, I don't really like that. So Mark Stein said that Milwaukee would be hesitant because they would want another player or picks. Well, look, I I would be willing to listen to either one of those, especially if it's a player that I'm willing to move on from. But odds are it might be a player that would hurt at least just a little bit. And then I don't know if the picks are you want your second rounder in 2027 because we don't have a lot of ammunition. Well, then let's see what we can do. I honestly do do not want to trade a first-round pick for Bobby Portis. I can see that. But I will trade a, a, a pick that we took in the first round. If it's Grant Williams and Omax Prosper, I would do it. Yeah. So you are giving them, I believe, the 23rd, 21st. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, drawing a yeah. blank. He's right around early 20s. I would do that. I would trade Omax Prosper and say, look, we're not giving you a future first, but we will give you our 2023 first-round pick that we had. We're obviously not trading Derek Lively. So and in a weird way, I don't know how that would work in that, I mean, help me out here. Bobby Portis is still with Milwaukee, right? Okay, yeah. that's the question like I was about to ask. Like, what Why? is Milwaukee doing? Like, I, they don't need They're just trying to offload they need him? a championship. They have a bunch of guys that, at that spot that he can't get any minutes? So, I Doc think, Rivers hates him. Well, I would not say that. I, I think the idea is they're hoping to get the defensive acumen that maybe you saw earlier in the Celtics run. Because, like, in the last year, you look at the back half of last season and then a lot of the first half of this season, you've seen some struggles, and that's why he eventually moved his way out of the rotation in Boston. Injuries played a part in that as well. So I think Milwaukee would be looking at it from a a defensive point of view. Okay. All right. I'm... I am still trying to just guessing on that. It's weird. It's weird because they're looking at it as a at a defensive point of view, and we're looking at it as we're getting a better defender. And but maybe their guards, their guards are not as good defensively. And and I was going to say also, but Bobby Portis, like I guess I think of Bobby Portis more as a rebounder than a like 
excellent interior defender. Yeah, okay. And maybe they're like, hey, we can pick up a Grant Williams that you have to project some, and that's why other stuff would be attached to it, could be a good perimeter defender. That, that's yeah. that's what I'm guessing. I'm, I'm looking at their team against the Mavericks the other night, by the way. Portis had 12 <laughs> points and 10 rebounds um, in that all game. Day. They do play in this game. They did play Cameron Payne 10 minutes at backup point guard. But we're not I don't know how we help them there. If they're like, look, you know what we really want instead of uh, Portis, who did play 31 minutes that night, is we want better guard play. But we don't really have that to give them. You know what I'm saying? Like the extra player, like, okay, we give you Grant Williams. He picks up 20 minutes on the wing. But Hardy's not a point guard. Right. And then we don't really have another That's why I think they might be more interested in assets. And they're like, we'll take – Poor yeah. man's Drew Holiday and see what we can do with him. I, I, yeah. I don't know. That, that, that would be my guess about how this deal would potentially work. So maybe another day, like I said, betting odds are betting odds. It doesn't mean that's the way it's going to play out. But Andrew Wiggins and Kyle Kuzma, both the Mavericks are the yeah. favorites to win, uh, to get both of well, those players. So What's amazing is it's over, right? The end of this week, it's over. Yeah. This is your team, yeah. and that's why... I just look at this team. I've seen them play enough to know that this is not a good team. It's an okay team. It's an average NBA team that usually plays in the play-in round and maybe gets out of that, and then they would just get hammered by a one or two seed in the playoffs. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. We're live at Radio Row in Las Vegas. By the way, thank you very much to the Low T Center for helping us get here, as well as Best Buy Windows and Siding. I can sing that next time if you prefer. Best Buy Windows Windows and Siding. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.